Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found check battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Welcome to the fire. Welcome to the fire, boys. My name is Parker McDonald. And I'm Walter Lee, and we'll be your hosts on this episode of the Southern Collective Hunting Podcast. If you're a new hunter trying to learn the basics, or you're a veteran woodsman just trying to get through your workday, there's always a place at our campfire for you. Speaking of the fire, we would love it if you guys would join our growing Patreon community and be a part of the best and only digital deer camp south of the Mason-Dixon line. Come on. If you'd like to learn more, click on the link in the show notes. But for now, Walt, welcome welcome to the the fire. All right, boys, live from the fire, part two of North Dakota. Part two? Yeah, we recorded one the other day after I missed. Yeah, you weren't in it. You weren't in it. Oh. <laughs> On our way home, it was a it was a the live reaction of me screwing Thanks. up. We yeah. didn't want to be in it. Either. No, you were too busy getting permission on private land, Blake, and not telling anybody about it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what happens whenever I do. They got to go hunt my spot tonight. So. <laughs> I mean, technically, we're hunting public. I'm hunting with you tonight. Yeah. So, Johnny ain't feeling too good today. Got some stomach issues. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. So you can't be cameraman. So now I can't hunt. I gotta go film freaking Blake's butt. I mean, it, it can change uh, in the next few hours. But at, at this at this point, like I don't feel I can climb in a tree or walk. Don't let yeah. him make you feel bad, Johnny. He's gonna bring his bow, and we're gonna double tap. I am gonna bring my bow, and maybe we'll double tap. That'd Sounds be pretty good. cool. But um, let's see. Last time we got on here, oh shit, was. Uh, what, three, four, five, I don't know, five days ago, something like that? Yeah, something like that. And a few things have changed, I guess. Uh, Casey still hasn't killed a deer. 
<laughs> but you've come really close to doing it on the yeah, ground. Last night was stupid close. Tell us about like, tell us about your your experiences hunting from the ground and trying this spot and stock challenge. Um, it's the first time I've ever tried anything like it. I don't, I don't hunt like this. Neither does Eli. So we're both kind of new at it. Actually, very new at it. And I knew it was going to be tough, but I didn't realize it was going to be this tough. Like. You got everything has to go perfectly yeah. when you're on the ground. There's like no room for error. The reason I screwed up last night was because we had this deer come in on us doing exactly what we wanted him to do. And I had been on my knees all night. And <laughs> why are you guys laughing? Blake laughed. What's so funny? <laughs> I had been on my knees laugh. all night. And, um, and my legs. My knees were really hurting, so I had to sit on my butt. And I was too low. I was like, there's a bunch of weeds in front of me, and, and I was just too low. And this deer decides to come in right when I do that. A buck. A buck. A little. A velvet a buck. A velvet spiky poo. Three point. I was going to shoot point. the crap out of him. But, yeah. Um, I like that yards. I would have had to get on my knees again. <laughs> it's not that funny. Jeez, man. Johnny, what are we going to do with all these 19-year-olds, man? I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll we'll get used to it as it goes. I've, I don't know that I can ever get used to that. Just the volume of gay jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> gay jokes are one thing, but at, at some point, you, you reach a volume and you hit a level where it's like, okay... This might not be a joke anymore, Casey. <laughs> I would have to return back to the former position. Yeah. Yes. So, so in in essence, you didn't get the shot off, but yeah. But you were very, very close to very getting a shot off on yeah. a buck. Y'all got within, I mean, probably shooting range of those those two bigger bucks that that we saw the other day. Yeah, they were just in the thick stuff, and we had no clue they were there. Yeah, I watched them pop out <laughs> when y'all went in. If I'd had a rifle, it would have been game over. If I'd had a rifle, it would have been game over. Yeah. Boy, he was right there. That big one, they were just standing there. Yeah. They didn't know what was going on, but, um, yeah, man, it's weird out here because there are a lot of deer. Oh, yeah. Uh, in certain areas, though. Yeah. Like some areas you go to and it's slap full of elk or either there's nothing there and it should be loaded with deer. Yesterday was that for me. I, I've had some rough evenings ever since that miss. Uh, I I passed a like a velvet spike the next day in that same spot. And then I haven't gotten a good wind to hunt that spot again until today. And um, plans are changing. Johnny, Johnny ain't feeling too good. We're going to give him the night off. And uh, I'm gonna go film Blake smash one tonight from the ground, which will be fun. I'm, I've, I'm, uh, solo hunting's fun. I like it. You know, it's it is what it is for being out here. But I get pretty jealous of you fellas that get to go and hunt with each other and laugh and hang out and have a good time. It's, mm -hmm. I know that's the that's the fun part of hunting to me. That's yeah. kind of why I like turkey hunting so much or mm -hmm. even dove hunting you like you like you're a big dove hunter yeah duck hunter because you it's the just fellowship a, the a, fun yeah. yeah whether you shoot anything or not you're gonna have a good time and deer hunting isn't really like that most of the time but it is when you've got camera guy yeah. like you can you can kind of it makes it makes it less boring yeah, yeah you goof off if deer aren't moving you can joke around it's just more fun man and passes the time for me i've been dropping you guys off or, or vice versa and 
going in spots by myself, and that's great. That's what I'm used to. But I would much rather be hanging out and, and doing the fun stuff. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. I hate that you're sick, Johnny, but... But that's what I told Blake, like, yesterday. We had, like, such a great night. Yeah. And, I mean, the the two last nights were so good. The two past, so fun. Past the two past nights, night, yeah. sorry. But being alone, like if we would have been alone, that would have not have been as fun as it was. Like right. being together and right. living the moment together. Like yeah. uh, at some point, we could like uh, watch for each other, like watch your back, as you said to me. Like mm -hmm. if you would have been alone, probably like on on uh, last night, you would have maybe trying to take a look at some point. He may have seen you before. Right. But last night, when it was like a yeah, perfect teamwork. Yeah. Even if we didn't end up killing the buck, yeah, yeah, that was uh, still an awesome memory. So, Johnny, people who haven't, uh, who don't follow social media, they may be kind of wondering what your accent is. Yeah, where uh, you tell tell everybody where you're from. So I'm a French Canadian. A French Canadian. A French Canadian, yeah, not just a French. No, because Parker at first was like a French guy, but no, I, no, I mean I'm just kidding. But yeah, French Canadian. So I'm from Quebec, Canada. And I, I, I mean, I've been like you guys. I've been hunting all my life, so that's why I decided to hunting different stuff though too. Moose and yeah. caribou and bears, bears, black bears, almost every year. That's so cool. Y'all need to check out Johnny. Uh, it's just Johnny Ricard on YouTube. That's your YouTube channel. Yeah. But your name. business is Hunt North. Yeah. He sells uh, turkey calls and um, scent cover as well. Scent cover scent. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff there. And uh, Johnny was Hunter 2, Eli was Hunter 1, and they both filled tags, which was cool as crap. Oh, yeah. A couple of days ago, or a week ago, I guess. And now, Casey and Blake are hunters, and um, y'all have probably had more exciting hunts than Eli or Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I told Blake. Y'all have had a lot of exciting uh, yeah, hunts, it sounds like. Yeah, good night over the past week. Got really good. Cold weather. The cold yeah. weather got them, and, and it's, it's where you're... It's where you're hunting at. Yeah. I, I really truly believe that. Y'all found, y'all are hunting alfalfa. Alfalfa is money. And like Johnny, you call it the cheat code? Oh, uh, yeah, it's a cheat code. As as soon as I had my, like, Blake was laughing at me because I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, this was another cat, yeah. Yeah, there's another cat. I know, I knew at, at first, at, uh, the first time I was on the spot where Blake is hunting, I was, I knew it. I told him, like, you... You, there's no way you'll kill somewhere else. You'll kill right there at this point. <laughs> it's and a good I, looking I, spot. I still believe it. So when we drove by, when me and Blake drove through that that unposted stuff, it was very clear. It's a good spot. Has everything. These deer do different stuff out here. They um, in in where I'm from in Alabama, uh, they use those ridges pretty heavily. Yeah. Like yeah. they bed in the ridges and the thickets on tops in the in the third top third of ridges and. Yeah, it's pretty typical. Finding hard edges. Yeah, hard edges are great. Yeah, like the transition right. zones yeah. out here, it just it's they just bend so the freaking bottoms. They're they're <laughs> bedding in these cattail bottoms, and it's and so thick. It's almost impossible it is, to hunt that. You can't get down in the bottoms. No. You just can't. You might can out. hunt the edges, but you'll blow it deer out. Jake uh, Lyshen, who's been down here, I think he left this morning. Maybe he uh he he'll get occasionally he'll get down. I've seen him get down into the into the marsh and into those edges and you just got to be we were talking about it yesterday you got to be so quiet yeah. and the challenge of being quiet out here i talked about it in my video when i was filming yesterday you feel like 
when you walk through these woods, you feel like you're just going to blow every deer out because the woods are so thick and they're so full of mm -hmm. broken branches. And it's like for, for guys who are in Alabama listening to this, um, or Tennessee, Tennessee's woods are very similar. Yeah. Open they're, hardwoods. they're, they're not they're open though. Their hardwoods are just trash woods almost like, yeah. like they're so thick. Oh, here so, you're talking about? yeah. In Tennessee, yeah, yeah. it's like that too. Yeah. Like middle Tennessee, the woods are like that. Like you'll look at a block of hardwoods on Onyx and you're like, oh, I could just access it right here. But without a doubt, every single time you do that in the dark, yeah. it's, like yeah, it's thick as crap and you can't, you just can't get through it. And so that's the, that's the challenge that we have here. Like, I feel like every time I access a spot, no matter how good it is, it's always loud. <laughs> it's always loud. So I can't, I've struggled with that. And a lot of times the field edges that you could walk easily are private you know and you can't yeah you have to walk through the woods on these little public chunks and uh that can be a very difficult thing to do yeah. um i'm trying to think we've, we've dealt dealt with a lot of shifting that's happened um like seasonal shifts it almost feels like like we got here and for that first week it was very much freaking hot it was hot first but it was days were in the freaking 90s it was hot yeah. but i mean deer were Oh, yeah. They were moving. They were moving. Yeah. They were on yeah. more summertime. Pattern. Yeah, they were on that summer like, pattern. It switched to like the freaking, it's not October, but it's like the thing. I don't know, just the weather change. That thing's dragging on there. It's probably, oh. you can probably hear it pretty good on there. <laughs> bad. So, so the cattail marshes in the bottoms, like imagine a big Alabama creek bottom, but instead of it being like open hardwoods and pretty, it's like tall grassy cattails and you can see it on all the maps you can see those rivers run through those bottoms and it's just just nasty down there now the other challenge that we've had is the elk Ugh. in some of these places <laughs> God. like it is hard to get away from i was in a place last night where honestly there's not even supposed to be that many elk over there and i had a bull like i heard him as soon as he got up out of his bed, like a mile away, I heard him just, and it was a pretty good ways away. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, there's an elk over there. Yeah. I like awesome. hearing them. It's fun to awesome. hear them. Well, like 30 seconds later, it gets closer and he's like probably a half mile away. I'm like, golly, he covered some ground. And I could tell it was the same one just because of the direction and all that stuff. And so he, he bugles again and it was like, super close and then he bugled another time and it was like i mean right on the corner of the field that i was kind of i wasn't hunting the field i was hunting the hardwoods but there was a bean field that was kind of behind me i could tell he was in that corner and he was about to drop down in the cattails and sure enough that's what he did when he dropped down in those cattails it sounded like a flipping elephant yeah. going through there and then he just came it was getting dark and i was i should have been climbing down but i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't want to uh then he started just wrecking a tree in front of me and uh the crazy thing about that is is that not a single deer spooked out of there that i that came in my direction i was kind of in the funnel that they would go to right not a single one yeah I I isn't that weird they used to hit i guess maybe i mean i, I would have still thought that they would have just like kind of gotten out of his way or whatever maybe they went the other direction i don't know but he was probably 70 yards in front of me in the dark just wrecking a tree branch and it was it was wild it's cool to think about now but in the moment i was kind of freaked out it was like that for me and blake when i was hunting 
We just couldn't get away from the elk. I mean, we were hearing elk bugle every freaking day. We saw <laughs> elk every time. Herds saw of elk. Saw more elk than deer. Saw more elk than deer. And it was like, it seemed like for us, when the elk were around, deer were not anywhere to be seen. Every time we saw elk, we didn't see deer. <laughs> yep. So a lot of people out here have said too. But we're doing our best. Doing our best to try to do that. I'm, I've, you know, that, that miss the other day, that kind of, I felt like that was my opportunity and I, I blew it. I do have some closure on there, though, for people who are interested. Um, I'm running this uh, black gold, black gold site that has the, it's the two fixed pin and or three fixed pin and one at the bottom one's a floater. Um, I pretty much made up this year that I wasn't going to shoot forty. I was going to shoot forty yards and under. I'm not going to shoot anything. I'm going to have a be set up to go higher than that, to go further than that. Right. And so I'm just shooting my twenty, thirty, and forty. Well, that I guess at some point that the site housing, the the roller that the slider came un untightened and it lowered that sight, not much, but enough to where I would backstrap a deer at 19 yards, for yeah. sure. There, I'd shoot him high, and uh, so I got that closure. That that made me feel a little bit better about my own self. I think with the with that miss, you know, I've I've spent a lot of time this off season practicing and shooting my bow now you guys y'all probably have done the same thing with your own bows but mm-hmm. now shooting a completely different you're bow. shooting a completely different bow setup <laughs> yeah. uh for these mission bows that y'all are shooting blake and johnny i mean you made them look like well not blake eli and johnny <clears throat> eli I, I watched your footage today and i'm pretty sure you hit a tree that's that, what i thought was and that's why you that's why the shot wasn't all that great yeah it, it hit a it hit the very bottom part of an overhanging limb, and that's why your shot was back. Yeah, um, which is hard not to do sometimes. Yeah, especially you know on a thirty yard shot, you get a thirty good thirty yard shot. That's I mean that's some distance. There is a little bit of yeah. mm-hmm. arch that happens right there, and right. you just yeah. it looks like you just caught the bottom part of a leaf twig yep. or something. But I feel like since it was in the field, like if you would have hit that branch like for 30 yards, like the, the deviation would have been like so big at the end that we would have missed the deer. Blood. Well, you can see it. He obviously hits it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like you can I see you can see the, the blighted knot. The, the branch was probably close enough to the deer. Oh yeah. Okay. That it would. You can see the lighted knot uh, like. I haven't and it checked like, it really well, so it just. But you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. if, since it's you would further think, in the yeah. field, yeah. Yeah, you would think. It was under the deer was underneath like the whole time coming in, yeah. and okay, out there gotcha. it was underneath acorn trees. And obviously we weren't on the ground. I mean we were up yeah. in the trees, so it was like shooting down limbs overhanging. I thought it was a branch like closer to you, like no, yeah. it was out there. It was close. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, but hey, Blake, I, I was pleasantly surprised. That footage is not as bad as you made it sound. It wasn't. It's oh, yeah. pretty good, except for your the follow up footage is garbage but (laughs) yeah yeah, pretty much he pretty much shot the deer and then there's nothing else after that we can talk about so we're gonna have to talk about well i told i i mean i told blake i was like when we decided to do a follow-up shot i was like don't film that yeah i mean that's that's on me but it was and you know what we'll make it part of the show and it'll be fun it's your first time ever filming a deer kill I, i bet right yeah you ever filmed one first time doing it um and and you filled your tag, so what more can you ask for? No way, you just farted, bro. That's terrible. Dang. 
Oh, so rough. <laughs> is that gonna make it on the podcast? Have any yeah. of you guys ever hunted for two weeks straight? No, not straight. Um, no, not not. I wouldn't say straight. No. For, for deer, uh, eleven days straight. Eleven days? You have done eleven days? Only. I mean, every year I hunt every, I eleven days nonstop because it's my only chance. That's. Oh yeah, because you only get those eleven yeah, days. Yeah, the season is no more than oh, eleven yeah, days. So, true. I I take it like. I take every minute of of it to. Uh, how how many days does it usually take you? To kill a buck. To kill a buck. I would say like those eleven days. Like sometimes, like I don't know. It depends. I've killed buck on the first day, on the third day, but I would say that, like, you need to. What I need to do. I feel like I feel more confident being like. Uh, scouting early season all the time like no i i got to know like the deer i'm seeking like by heart mm-hmm. i got to know where is bedding where is feeding what is is rut habit patterns and stuff because if you're just like if you just go like random and stuff especially up north quebec you won't you won't capitalize on a big buck like, yeah i mean you can still the rut can the rut can be surprising i mean you can have uh-huh. a big buck in front of you rut. yeah yeah the rut's the rut but still like I kill it. I mean, I've killed a big buck pretty much every year, and this is because I'm scouting yeah. ahead put of time. time yeah, put in time, and and I feel like that's the the main thing. Like, what do you do? Hard. Do you do you bear hunt before deer season or after? Uh, bear hunt is just after turkey season, like during okay. the spring. Spring. Oh, so spring. Yeah. So uh, the season starts on May f- uh, May fifteen, and it ends on June thirty first. Okay. 30, 31st. Is there anything between bear and deer, or does it go straight? Do you go? We would have moose. Moose. moose hunting. Okay. That would be like the, uh, the season for moose is open some uh, in some areas in Quebec, like at the moment. Okay. Early September. Yeah. Are you gonna miss that? No, I I did not hunt moose for the past few years just because I'm as I said I I rather like put more time into deer hunting and be successful at, at deer hunting than hunting moose and then like missing some. I don't know. You're missing a part of the season, and then arriving mm-hmm. at the deer season, not not as not well prepared. Prepared, yeah. yeah. So I just skipped the, the move. But I've killed one with my bow, uh, with it's my dad sick. actually. Yeah, and it was like I was calling in. He was coming in, and my dad could not hear him coming. It was like, <laughs> and he was trying to film. Actually, I have a film of that, but my dad didn't film anything at all. <laughs> he just like at first he, he had a camera, where in the shooting lane. But as soon as he saw the buck, he, slowly we can see on the footage the cameras dropping slowly, <laughs> and we just see his feet all the time. And when I shot and I turned, I'm like, and I, yes, yeah, sir, hard shot. And I, 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 by the way, it was a perfect shot. And I told, I turned to him. I'm like, you're not filming? Oh, and he was like, oh shit. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> oh yeah, this camera. My yeah, so he's not a camera guy. He's a hunter. Like, yeah, definitely a hunter. He's got his, the. That instinct. sounds like fun hunting moose. Dude, that sounds. But I, I'm a little baby about freaking elk. I don't know how I'd be about a moose. Uh, I think it would be it's, different if we had, if we like if we came here and had an elk tag. It would be insane. But when you're sitting in a deer stand and you something like that walks underneath you and you've never been around it, I, I, I mean, I'd be scared too. Like when we were sitting on when me and Blake were sitting on the ground. And that elk walked up to us. That bull elk walked up to us at forty yards. Like he made me feel like a freaking baby. Yeah, I was like, that thing is massive. Yeah. Honestly, like my dad, like because uh, I've, uh, I've hunting, uh, I've hunted moose as well as I've guided it too. But that one time, like I was with my dad, and 
anyway, just for forward and to make the story shorter, like there was a moose coming to us, and I was going on him with my uh, antler and oh, yeah? doing rattling and stuff, and he was coming, and my dad just stopped. I was like, follow me, and he just stopped, just because my dad is not that he's afraid, but it can be like it can be like surprising having In, a big intimidating, a big intimidating having a big animal like that primed, ready to fight in front of you, like. So yeah, my dad was was more afraid. It was more afraid than me, I guess. What's your arrow setup look like for a moose? The same. The same, the really. Same. I would say just that I was uh, using. I used to use mechanical blades for for deer, but now I use fixed blade. But for mo- as for moose, I always use the fixed blade. Okay, I that's guess. interesting. So you don't use a heavier arrow setup or anything no. like that for a moose? No. But wow. just a fixed blade is. I feel like that it's better. Better. It how how better. much did the moose you killed? How much did it weigh? Sorry. How much did it weigh? Uh, the the weight. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, it was about over eight hundred pounds. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can you imagine freaking giant walking up to an eight hundred pound animal? Oh yeah, but they're bigger than that. Yeah, they can get bigger than that. Yeah. I was about it to was, say it was a, it was a one year old a a buck, but a one year old. Wow! Imagine like a five or six year old moose that weighs like oh a ton. Imagine the, that animal coming through the branches, yeah, like breaking trees and just. Dude, that's is that the, do that again. Yeah, that is the sound they make. It's like a little click. So this is yeah. Huh. And with a a cone, yeah, it's, it's even better. And as for the female, you go like that. That's extremely good. Yeah. Wow. But it's been a long time. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I used to be know. good. I used to be. So good. that's like a. Um, I've watched like. I don't know if it was on like the Outdoor Channel or like one of the TV shows, like Outdoor Sportsman or something like that, where they've had mo- like big moose come up to them and like charge them, like yeah. when they get like super close. Oh yeah, it's possible. That'd be fun. That'd be. F- Do that be noise fun. again. Yeah. Do it one more time. Okay. All right. So this is a cow. Is this yeah, like a, a cow's a cow, like yeah. estrus or like mating? Yeah, call? estrus. Okay. Estrus. Yeah. That's why there's so many variation in it. Yeah. This is, like she's an estrus. She wants a buck, a bull to come in. Yep. Ah. That's impressive. That is pretty impressive, Johnny. That's impressive. And uh, the do you do, you do like, it with your natural voice whenever you're yeah hunting like, them like, like that. that, just like that? And it works really, really good. Wow. Yeah, but the, a, the I used to do the the buck more of them. Yeah, I feel like the buck is like well, like turkey hunting. Yeah, you would do the gobbler uh-huh. stuff. Something is really gobble like, back at them. Yeah, piss them all. Oh yeah, that that could make the difference mm-hmm. sometimes. Have you heard a turkey gobble out here yet? Out here, no. Dude. Not in North Dakota. Yesterday morning, they were gobbling like crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I had a bird go- I had like five different birds gobbling like all around me till 9.30. Like it was better than spring. That's how it was that one day for me and Blake. <laughs> That's they were crazy. Ways away. I miss those gobblers already. I do too, man. I'm struggling <laughs> It's hard right to get now. turkeys off your mind. Yeah. Night. It's really hard when they keep gobbling here. Yeah. <laughs> like I can usually do it okay like. Once I get in a deer and zoned in on deer, mm-hmm. but these turkeys up here are gobbling. I know. Stop. You know what I mean? Like, quit Dad, gobbling and I'll get over you. I think about them every day. It's just, it's a sickness. It is. I think I'll, I think I'll keep thinking about them until I connect on a buck. Once I connect on one, then it'll probably get me in the, in the better yeah. headspace. Right now, my headspace is looking a whole lot like that of a guy who, um, 
backstrap one. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> and it sucks, but I'm excited about tonight. We're going to run camera. Casey and Eli, y'all are going to go set up on some... What did you call it? What did you call alfalfa the other day, Johnny? What did I he call remember, it, Blake? But like, alpha alfalfa. Alpha alfalfa. Alpha alfalfa. Alpha alfalfa. Yeah. So I it's like it. alpha alfalfa. Alpha alfalfa. Yep. Alpha alfalfa. Alpha alfalfa field. Yep. Alpha alfalfa. The cheat code. Field. Yeah, the cheat code. Oh yeah, for sure. So you I heard wish it here. I could have had a chance like hunting this. We're all gonna yeah. be on alpha alfalfa tonight. Yep. Cheating. Cheating. On, on that cheat code. Cheat code. Well, boys, anybody have anything you want to add? Casey, pulling for you. I'm Hopefully pulling for you too. Casey, you should be really confident. Man. Oh yeah, I'm shooting a doe all day. You should be really, 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 really confident. If I, go, if I see a going, 180 Blake? and a doe, I'm shooting a doe. If you see a 180 and a doe, you're going to shoot the doe. That's the what? Oh, oh gotcha. Well, it's noon. Yeah. <laughs> see you guys. See you guys. <laughs>